Hey, how you doing? It's Ian Whitworth from the Undescribable Websites book and speaking blog. This week's story, being a wage tight ass is counterproductive in 2023. Or for our North American listeners, wage tight ass. Whatever works for you. We've all worked for bosses who would install toilet paper sheet counters at work, were that technology available. Who believe all staff, suppliers and customers are the enemy and must be shaken down for every precious penny. This mindset comes in different grades, from mildly thrifty up to cartoonish villain. This week, the Australian Financial Review reports some Cruella DeVille-level fuckery from Brisbane's Mantle Group, which operates 15 bars and restaurants in Sydney and Brisbane. David Marin Guzman, the Fin Review's workplace correspondent, has been on the Mantle case for a while now. He writes how they fired their 700-strong casual workforce the week before the Australia Day holiday. That's last week, if you're not in Australia. They then rehired them the next day with a different company. So they didn't have to pay penalty rates when January 26 rolled around. The term un-Australian has long passed into joke territory, but Mantle's efforts here are grounds for an Australian Day dishonours list. Each story reveals a new level of skullduggery, a tale as murky as the Brisbane River itself. Mantle Group has had staff on an expired pay contract dating back to the year 2000, which doesn't offer penalties, despite Sunday and public holiday penalty rates for casuals being in the restaurant award for a long time. The Fair Work Commission branded this deal a disgrace and finally revoked it earlier in January. Two weeks later, Mantle fired all their staff and rehired them via a new company. With a pay deal based on a small cafe they owned that closed at 3pm and didn't attract penalty rates. There are so many more shonky details to the Mantle saga, it's well worth reading the Fin Review stories on them. I've linked them below, though some of them are payrolled. You know you're deep in corporate scoundrel country when the generally boss-sympathising financial review can't believe how scoundrel you are. Quote from a story recently. The Fair Work Commission is considering referring the head of human resources for hospitality giant Mantle Group to the police after finding he deliberately lied about a sham pay deal that deprived hundreds of workers of their penalty rates, unquote. This is not my specialty area, but I believe the Fair Work Commission referring witnesses to the police happens with Haley's Comet frequency. So we're talking some championship scamminess in an area that would attract more of that than most. While you're there, check out the rigged star vote story. Absolute Putin-esque governance. I'm not going to discuss the legality of treating your staff like garbage. That's what lawyers and commissions are for. But let's consider if it's even good for making money. Like mantle owner Godfrey Mantle clearly loves above all else. Godfrey Mantle. It's one of those names Dickens would have used. For a parish workhouse operator who enjoyed cutting back gruel portions for his orphan staff. You can complain about the government and unions all you like, but if your business model doesn't support paying people legally, you don't have a business model. Not in 2023. That's tough news in sectors like convenience stores, restaurants and national airlines that have long operated on the outer fringes of pay law. And if that means we'll have to pay more for coffee, get used to it, customers. Finding staff remains the hardest thing at the moment. Whenever I catch up with industry friends, 
We swap yarns of people we know to be C-minus talent who've had insane salary offers. Like offers of a 40-50% pay increase above industry norms from businesses who fired everyone during COVID and are now in desperate rebuild mode. Side note, if you're an employee thinking about taking a sweet new job offer, a 15-20% to pay rise is a good career progression you should be pleased with if you're confident you're moving to a good place. A 40 to 50% raise is a code red danger signal. It means a couple of things. One, you're going to be asked to do things so horrible you can't even imagine what they are yet. Make clients a solemn promise, then get forced to call them and retract it the next day. Work the morning of your own wedding. Spend three months living in a hotel room in a state while your child is doing their final year exams. Fire your hardworking team because the boss is too cowardly. No sympathy, that's your life from now on, and you should have seen it coming. Second thing, when the market turns, as it always does, those companies are going to be looking around for quick, easy savings. And there's you, being paid heaps more than what you're worth to them. A fat, past-it target. The CFO scans the office. Let's unload Elvis over there, she says. If your employer keeps changing the company that employs you, be afraid. If the business has set up a separate company solely to employ its staff, while another owns the assets and manages the business, you're standing on a trapdoor above a shark pool. A lawyer might be able to give you a legit reason for doing this, but I've only seen it used for the deliberate screwing of staff. Usually the company goes under after the owners have sucked all the assets out, leaving nothing to pay staff leave, superannuation entitlements, and so on. If you're a Godfrey, your staff are going to be working through gritted teeth because, for whatever reason, they can't get a job elsewhere. And God knows what's wrong with them if they can't get a job elsewhere in 2023. Be assured that as soon as they can, they will do that. Being an employer is not a buyer's market at the moment. Being a massive wage tight ass doesn't save you money. Staff who are happy are more productive so you get more benefit than you save. They make customers return. If there's constant churn, you pay through the nose in recruitment, training and the mistakes that come with too many new staff and the total loss of corporate memory. It's counterproductive to fight wage pressure with inflammatory tricks like these. It draws attention to you and unions will get involved because you pretty much ask for it. Declining membership means unions are looking for wins to prove their relevance. It's like the old joke about the line in the running shoes. I won't give you the whole joke, but basically... If you're with someone else, all you have to do is be able to run faster than them. If you're known as the most shameless employer in your industry, among all your competitors, you'll be the one they come for. So you can add big legal bills to the money you won't save. I've known a few business owners with the mantle mentality. I think part of the problem is they love winning every situation. Every conflict, no matter how minor, is a chance to show what a big, strong business winner they are. Staff want more money? Over my dead body. Customers want an extra wedge of lemon on their fish? Fuck those freeloaders. Do they think we're made of lemons? It creates a perception within the business that everyone's your enemy and you do whatever it takes to win. And before you know it, there's your HR boss in the Fin Review in the same paragraph as the cops. Don't get me wrong. Even when you generally love your staff, some of them will stretch your patience to snapping point. 
you can't let this colour your overall approach. The problem with the mantle mindset, and with most big business process, is that they design systems around the worst staff and the worst customers. When it gets applied to their best staff and customers, the ones who generate most of the profit, they go elsewhere. To businesses like yours, where you treat your staff better. Well done, you. Hey, this story brought to you by Undisruptable. Timeless business truths for thriving in a world of non-stop change. Written by mm, me, out on Penguin Random House, on regular book, audiobook, and ebook. Check it out. Still the number one customer reviewed business book on Booktopia. And if you're new around here, I do a story like this every Tuesday. So hit follow and more of it next week. See you then.